Hello and welcome to Ilagan Whiteboard Friday. Today we will look at if you have got a term sheet, how you should be going about it. So first of all, what is a term sheet? Term sheet is a first document which actually exhibit a serious investor commitment. So you might be in discussion or engaging with the investors and, and saying that they might be promising, okay, yeah, we will look at it or we'll roll it out. But once they roll out the term sheet, then only you can assume that it is a serious debt, like it's a go ahead or a yes from the investor side. Now, many people think that term sheet is not very crucial and you, you can just quickly review it, sign it and then while at the shareholder agreement or SHA stage, you can go ahead and negotiate with the investor. This is a wrong misconception because this lays the foundation for SHA and it covers all the crucial terms of the deal. So if you have agreed to certain terms of the deal, uh, it is really challenging to negotiate it at a later date. So in my perspective, term sheet is much more important than an SHA because all the important crucial terms of the deal are captured in term sheet. So you should review it thoroughly. You should negotiate it right at the term sheet stage and then only move forward to the next step. Let's look at some of those important points that uh, uh, that you think uh, you should be looking at while while uh, reviewing the term sheet. The first and foremost is how much is being diluted. So, uh, what is the amount that investor is putting? What is the valuation? What is the so that would give you the dilution. It would also give you what kind of instrument the investors are using. Is it a CCPS, CCD, equity share, or convertible note? Then uh, you have things like uh, anti-dilution. So what anti-dilution means like uh, say today you are raising money at a 5 million valuation. So the next round of funding if it is at 4 million valuation then, uh, then the investors would also get the current. So uh, uh, for example like if you have raised 1 million at a 5 million valuation. And tomorrow if you are raising money at a 4 million valuation, then you have to issue additional stocks to the investor for the first 1 million. Whereas the valuation, considering the valuation was 4 million. So that's technically an anti-dilution, which is a very fair ask. The point I wanted to highlight here is, it should have certain amount of uh, lock. It should not be completely open point like any time in the future, right? So you can give an anti-dilution preve uh, prevention to them for say six months, one year, two years, next round of funding, or even uh, with a minimum ticket size. So for example, if you are raising say, say 50K uh, after a while, and then you have to really compromise a little bit on valuation because you really need the cash to run the startup. So at that point of time, uh, so you can tag it like, okay, uh, if we are raising minimum say 250K or 500 or 2 million, something like that. So some kind of tags are important to have. The next point is IRR, which is internal rate of return. So many times the investor says that we need a certain percentage of IRR. So whenever you give them exit, by the time, so if they have put in say $1 million and if you have given us a 15% IRR, so after six years, uh, whenever they are exiting, say four years or six years down the line, 
the money that they will take back will have a minimum IRR of 15%. So again, look at this point with uh, this thing because this is a equity uh, investment. This is called a risk investment. So technically, you should not be guaranteeing any IRR. Uh, IRR could also impact your uh, liquidation preferences also. It can be built into there as well. So look at that clause carefully and then take a call ki what is the IRR to be committed. Is that to be 0%, 5% or whatever percentage. Third point I wanted to highlight is the liquidation preference. So again, uh, if they are into preference share, certainly they will get the money uh, in a preference manner like they would first take the money out. But is it 1x, 1.5x, 2x? That is where you have to look at uh, liquidation preference or is it like I take the money and in the balance also I get the same share as say if I have hold 20%. So first I will take, uh, so how does liquidation work? Say suppose I invested 1 million dollar with a 1.5x uh, liquidation preference. So one is I just say okay I take first one and half million dollar and then the rest is uh, split between the equity shareholder. The second example could be I take one and half million dollar and then the balance of so for example the liquidation value of the company is say three million dollar right. So then I say okay first I take one and half million dollar and in the balance one and half million dollar I also get since I hold 20% equity I get 20% more shares that is another 300k. So these are small, small points, but these are important. What is the liquidation preference that you are agreeing to? The next point is founders lock-in investing. So typically investors would give you a lock-in. So although you hold your shares, but that would be locked into escrow. So how long? Like will you be, we uh, have to be with the company uh, for at least five years, 10 years, seven years. So four to five years to seven years is a fair ask, but look at this uh, uh, condition. Then comes the vesting. So even though you hold the shares that are technically not vested. So basically uh, you will have a vesting schedule defined. Every year you will get say 10% or 20% or 25%. Uh, so depending on how big is the lock-in and how, how much is the vesting being offered. So look at what is the founder's vesting schedule. Then there are things like uh, right of first refusal. So uh, right of first refusal is whenever you are trying to, uh, uh, anybody is trying to sell the shares, then uh, it has to be first uh, offered to the existing shareholder uh, at whatever terms you are trying to sell. And then only uh, it can be sold to outside. It is a little more detailed. We have actually covered term sheet in a in a more wider post uh, in a webinar format. You can check that out, which gives you a much more detailed insight about each uh, terms of the document. So right of first refusal or there is right of first offer. There are two kinds of clauses, again, depending on what suits you the best. Uh, so one is called ROFR and ROFO, ROFO. Uh, you should take a call there. Then there are tag along and drag along rights again like when somebody is selling the shares, can other shareholders tag you or can the investors tag while you are exiting or uh, somebody is selling then can they drag other shareholders also to sell. 
so these are important finer points which has to be dealt with very carefully because as the company grows this these points take a lot of significance then uh, one of the major section of the term sheet would have uh, reserve matters so this is a list of items that would need an investor approval whenever you are trying to do something so things like if you are raising a future investment it has to be approved by the investor these are standard asks but my point here would be majorly about the limits so for example i am putting in a million dollar and if i put a clause anything above 5 lakh if you spend you have to take an approval of the investor then there is a huge amount of overload that comes on to the founders to take approval for each and every small things so you should have the limits specified which is pretty reasonable and acceptable to both the parties so things like uh, future investment is fine then expense control that's what i mentioned if you are doing any kind of expense or if you are hiring a key employee personal so how many board seats you are planning to give to investors and uh, tomorrow if, uh, if they you want to make any changes to the board then uh, what would be the process that would be followed because all these things as as the investor comes in would need an approval but how you are making the uh, whole uh, process much more professional and which is easy for you to follow and run the company is important uh, then the, the, there are things about ip agreement or ip sell or buy uh, buy purchase kind of thing or any kind of asset sale so these are the places where you would see restrictions or any changes to memorandum and articles of association so it would be a long list of items where the investor would give you okay, these are the things which would need our approval so go through this list don't treat that just as standard because that actually impacts your day to day working that's it on uh, term sheet if you have any questions feel free to reach out to us at hello@elagan.com Thank you